What's good, everybody? I'm Justin Miller, owner of Legends of Athletics, and this is another Legends of Athletics podcast. Of course, I always try to give you guys the latest and most innovative things I can, not only to help athletes in sports, but also to help those who may be looking to further their career, entrepreneurship, just whatever avenue that we can to make us better overall people. And so today, I want to get into talking about recruitment. And so I have with me Coach Alex uh, Falk, or Coach Shug, as some may as some may say, yes, of the sir. University of Mississippi. And so I'm going to allow him to introduce himself, and then we'll get right into the podcast. Don't forget, uh, with this podcast, to rate and subscribe. That helps us move up in the rankings. And if you know somebody that could use this information, share it with them, please. So, Coach Falk, I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit, and then we'll get into it. Yes, sir. So first of all, I want to thank you for this opportunity to allow me to come on in and speak to your uh, people, to your listeners, just to kind of give them insight on, you know, the recruiting game and how this stuff works. Because I know a lot of parents, a lot of coaches uh, really just see us on social media, posting pictures and posting graphics and, you know, uh, preparing for games week by week. But at the same time, like it takes a lot of work to go into this recruiting game and make sure we're finding the right prospects and evaluating them and and getting to know them and spending time with them, make sure they're a right fit for our program. And of course, to make sure that the kid is a, have, have the ability to come here and have success and play and of course, get a good education. So first of all, I just want to thank you for, like I said, allowing me to come Mm -hmm. here. But again, my name is coach Alex Falk. Everybody calls me coach Shug. I am the director of high school and JUCO relations here at Ole Miss. Uh, I just finished up my second season here. Uh, I'm originally from the great state of Mississippi. I'm a proud Mississippi boy. Uh, and I'm always trying to make sure not so much as like I'm ignoring other states, but I'm trying to make sure that our boys in the state of Mississippi get to shine and get the recognition that they deserve. Uh, oh, yeah. Like I said, I'm originally from Macomb, Mississippi. Um, played one year of D2 ball at Mississippi College and then uh, left there and ended up going to Southern Miss and became a student assistant recruiter. And it's kind of how I got started in this game. Uh, a lot of older guys that's been in the game for a long time, took me under the wing, kind of showed me how to evaluate film, showing me um, just how to properly get a good evaluation on prospects to make sure they're a good fit for our program. Uh, and that's kind of how I got started. So I was there mm-hmm. until, I, until I finished up and got my bachelor's degree. Uh, and then I graduated from Southern Miss and then went on to become a junior high head coach and assistant with the high school at South Pike. Uh, that's probably like maybe 15 minutes from my hometown in Macomb. Uh, so I coached there, started off there. Uh, and then I <laughs> really ventured off from the, just the sports industry period. And I became a supervisor in the Chick Point in North Carolina with Sanderson Farms. <laughs> um, so I did that for two and a oh, half yeah. years. That, yep. And that's a long way from sports. Long way, long way. But the one thing I can say that that opportunity allowed me to grow as a man uh, and it allowed me to be able to communicate with people, no matter what their background, no matter how old they are, no matter they're rich, poor, whatever, in the middle, whatever. Uh, and then, of course, it gave me leadership skills, uh, it gave me opportunity to uh, learn how to manage people um, and communicate properly with people and pretty much put them in a good mind frame to, you know, do oh, yeah. some work. So after that little stint, uh, I ended up getting back into coaching. Uh, my old high school football coach, Coach Malcolm Jones, shout him out. Coach Mike Mike, um, he played at Alcorn. He's a Mississippi guy, too. 
He was my mm-hmm. high school football coach at Macomb. Uh, he took over uh, this high school in Forest City, Arkansas. Uh, and he called me from North Carolina and said, hey, hey, Falk, I, I need some coaches. I need some teachers out here. So yeah. I moved from North Carolina to Arkansas. Uh, and I was a defensive line coach, recruiting coordinator. I did uh, – I taught biology and chemistry at this high school. Um, and then I did shot put in discus. So my first year there, I signed two kids to scholarships. And my last year there, I signed three kids to scholarships. Now, mm-hmm. this is a school that was not traditionally known to get players out to colleges. Right, um, right. But with the connects I had and just the relationship I built with some coaches at, at the college level and taking these kids to camps, uh, I was able to get kids signed. And then, like I said, stayed there for two years. Uh, then I got an opportunity to get back into the college ranks. Uh, the University of Memphis mm-hmm. uh, came in there as assistant director of player personnel. Um, so kind of pretty much kind of got back into the whole college personnel recruiting deal at the University of Memphis, stayed there for a year. Uh, and I heard about a big expansion at Ole Miss. Uh, so I reached out to the people I knew, uh, some guys I knew that was already here mm-hmm. and asked them, you know, are there any openings, you know, what I need to do to apply, who I need to talk to, um, got, got my foot in the door, talked to the right people. And I've been here, uh, for two seasons. Yeah, and today, uh, by the time y'all hear this podcast, it'll be it'll be uh, after. But today is a big day; um, it's signing day uh, or, or for for a lot of athletes, um, mm-hmm. you know. And it's more so, I would say this one is like your, um, you know, your JUCO guys and and some of your higher level high school guys are signing today at this time. And so, mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of what what you said as far as like giving us the introduction. Uh, it, it culminates and, and goes and flow with what we're talking about on this this segment of the podcast. And so, one question I ask you, and this is kind of like uh, going. You, you told us about how you got into recruiting. I ask you, how has recruiting over the last few years changed from what it was five years ago with the uh, with the introduction of the transfer portal, NIL deals, and and, and stuff like that? Uh, it has changed, in my opinion, dramatically uh, because. The first thing that I say has kind of thrown a wrinkle in just the whole general recruiting process is just the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, because now you got kids and come into a university, sign with us, stay here for a year. If they don't like it, if they feel like, you know, they're not getting the opportunity the right way or getting it fast enough, they can hit the portal and go to another school. Um, right. And for a school like us, uh, they have a lot of veteran players. They have a lot of seniors have a lot of COVID guys uh, that was enjoying their experience at Ole Miss and they decided to stay. Now they're going into their last year and it's like, okay, if this guy leaves, we don't want to mess up the trend of winning, uh, continuing this this winning culture. So right, we're right. going to go to the portal and find a guy um, can pretty much just a plug and play guy that we that we can bring in uh, and they can continue their you know football career wherever here at Ole Miss. Uh, mm-hmm. And just not losing a step on losing out on a senior that has played a lot of ball here, got a lot of experience, uh, and maybe we don't feel as confident about some of the freshman upcoming guys. We still think they're good players. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. need maybe another year or two of development. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so I will say the transfer portal has kind of uh, took recruiting and personnel in a different direction. But even a school like us, yes, we are <laughs> uh, considered a transfer portal school, but at the same time, we're going to take quality high school kids. 
Mm-hmm. We're going to take the best kids in the state of Mississippi. Matter of fact, we're two years in a row. We took the best athlete out of the state of Mississippi. Yeah. Um, so we're going to keep doing that. Uh, and kids are going to keep wanting to come here uh, because, of course, one thing, we're winning. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you're from the state of Mississippi, not a knock on Mississippi State because, again, I'm a Mississippi <laughs> guy. Um, yeah. You want to come to a program that's already on the right trend, that's trending the right way. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. And, and be a part of something that's uh, going to be really, really special this year. Um, and then to get back into the recruiting deal, like we're we're going to take college, junior college kids. Mm-hmm. We're going to take the best high school kids. And, of course, we're going to get kids out of Porter, too. But we do have a certain emphasis and a, we set aside a, a set number of scholarships to make sure that we're taking taking the right high school kid that can come in, develop, and eventually play in a year or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that that's the biggest thing. Um, I mean, I look at uh, teams like last year, like uh, and I'm going to just use this uh, spitball in the, off the top of my head, like Colorado. Um, mm-hmm. They got a lot of guys and were able to to gather some momentum due to getting guys who were already in that portal and already had that experience under the belt. Uh, the the record didn't kind of favor them at towards the end, but um, they were able to pick up a lot of momentum and steam with just getting those transfer guys because they already had a year under their belt. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess you can look at uh, like junior college, uh, Division two, II, Division three, and uh, things like that. As it's almost like um, man, it just slipped my mind. It's almost like going to high school for another year. I forgot what they call it, but it's almost like going to high school for another year. And getting that experience for some guys who may have what it takes to play on that Division One level, uh, but they mm-hmm. just didn't have it at the time. I guess that they were in high school, and so I, that's kind of how I look at it. Now, I did have this conversation with a guy on uh, Twitter, well, X Twitter, the other day about uh, the transfer portal and those bubble high school kids, and how these days I would say that more so than not at the Division One level. If a coach doesn't have to have take a chance on a bubble kid, so like this 50-50 guy, or maybe he's very raw and needs like two to three years of development, I can just get this guy the portal that I already know he's going to do. And it helps my job security because mm-hmm. I'm not taking chances on somebody who may develop, may not develop, may qualify sure. in the classroom, may not qualify, mm-hmm. uh, may have off-the-field issues, things like that. So I think that the portal in that respect um, gives you a lot, but I think it keeps uh, keeps the recruiters busy as well. Like you brought up, yes. brought up the point. Um, if I'm getting towards the end of the year and I can kind of see one of these guys that ain't bind, that they they aren't binding to the program anymore, or you can kind of see them. It's almost like looking for a new girlfriend, and and, and you know they're about to bounce on you. Um, you had to have somebody else kind of like in, loaded in line that can right. fill in that gap. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we we kind of talked about it, and I guess I'll ask you your thoughts on the transfer portal and using kid and kids using D two, um, D three, etc. as stepping stones to get to the D one level. Uh, how do you feel about that? What are your thoughts on that? You know, how how do y'all kind of? I have no problem with a kid going D two and then balling out, being all conference, winning the championship, and then deciding they want to take their talents to a bigger program. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna tell you like this: just from one man to another, especially in this industry, if somebody is willing to pay for your schooling and you can get a free degree, no right, matter right. what level it is, 
if you don't have to, you know, take out student loans or borrow money here and borrow money there, you take that scholarship, though. You right I about tell it. I take all the time. You, <laughs> you take right about that. It. Yeah. Because it's people that will cut off their right foot if they had to, mm-hmm. to be able to go to school for free. And if you get an opportunity to do it, no matter what level it is, from FCS to FBS to wherever, D2, what NIA, whatever, whatever level you get, if a school is willing to pay for your in pay for your education and you don't have to do nothing but just go there and play ball, mm-hmm. bro, you take that. You take that and ball out. You take that, ball out, and if you feel like, you know, hey, like I've done my due diligence here, I've had, you know, all these stats and done you done really well here and I want to take my talents elsewhere, then you do that. I promise you a school like us will find you. Because mm-hmm. we have a multitude of people in our program that all I do is sit behind a computer and just watch games and watch stats yeah. and, and look at look at leaderboards and all that. Okay. It don't matter what division you at. Mm-hmm. You just go get your money, get that bag, perform on the field, perform in the classroom, and we're going to find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with you. I think, uh, to me, in my opinion, I almost feel like, some of the guys that get in the portal, we and I'm talking about the lost guys that get in the portal and stay in there forever, is it's um, you know, you you kind of need somebody in your ear that's non-biased, like as a mm-hmm. true a true uh, I ain't gonna say like they do ta- talent evaluation for a, a profession, but mm-hmm. they can look at your talent and be realistic with you, because I think mm-hmm. that sometimes kids jump in a portal uh off of ego, and mm-hmm. it's not realistic to like where you are or mm-hmm. maybe and i'm not knocking anybody for this I'm, uh, some people i know to do it i'm not knocking anybody that does it but we have again recruiting services that pop up almost like vultures mm-hmm. and tell you where you should be when the film tell us something different and and mm-hmm. as a player i understand that you can't look at your it takes a lot to look at your film and be real with yourself Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes a lot, you know, of course, working with athletes, a lot of athletes got egos. A lot of athletes aren't as mentally, the ego isn't as tough as the, as it may be portrayed. Mm-hmm. And if I tell this guy like, Hey man, I think that you should take that Juco offer and just polish up for another year or two. That's going to be your best bet. Or, mm-hmm. um, you going to this school and, and your game doesn't fit their scheme. Um, I think that that kind of gets in the way to it and creates a little muddiness um, for the athlete to really see clearly where they can go. I know everybody wants to go to uh, Ole Miss, uh, State, Alabama, these SEC schools, mm-hmm. but it's also it's, I think it's, it comes down to ultimately what do you want to do? What what right. is your ultimate uh, vision? Um, because sometimes it is professionals. I seen a kid yesterday. I ain't gonna name his name. We follow each other. Kid put on that, hey, I'm about to go here for three years, I'm out. And it's mm-hmm. like, bro, you got to get to that level first, and then we can yeah. kind of go from there. But yeah. um, I guess, like, what is your what is your thoughts uh, uh, kind of going against grain on um, kids who jump in a portal kind of prematurely or with the wrong advice? What would you tell that, that kid kind of the, that's trying to make that decision or maybe think about making that decision uh, going to one of these smaller schools? <laughs> Um, which this is frowned upon, but a lot of times if a kid jumps in the portal, they don't have a set plan. If 
you know I'm about to hit the portal. Mm-hmm. I would reach out to the programs who previously recruited you out of high school. You'd still know somebody on that staff. It's got to be a recruiter, coach, whoever that's still there. And you told this program no. Now you finna get in the portal. I would reach back out to that program and have a plan. Have some interest going into the portal before you even submit the paperwork. Yeah. That's the issue with a lot of kids. I've yes. never thought about that. Honestly. Yes. You jump in a portal and don't have no plan. You don't have no interest. You just in the portal just because coach got in your butt one day or you ain't getting the minutes reps you want to get. I'm going to get in the portal. I'm going to go somewhere else. You you get your butt in that portal. You better be ready for what's in there. Yeah. You better have a plan. I, I All the kids that I've recruited at Ole Miss and the ones that say they get in the portal, I always tell them, if you get in the portal, Reach out to the programs that recruited you out of high school to see if there's still interest there. That way, you know, okay, well, if I don't get the big offer, I can still go here, and they're going right, to take right. me, and I'm going to still be on scholarship. I'm going to still have a chance to play. Just have a plan. I'm with it. Uh, what would you say – what are your thoughts on 7-on-7? Seven seven? That's a big thing. It's blowing up nationwide. Has that boosted player development for y'all? Um, do y'all watch the 7-on-7 seven seven film? Does that mm-hmm. do any count as far as athletics um, getting guys into y'all's program at the university? Well, Ole Miss. I would say yes. Yes, because, again, that's another evaluation period. That's another chance for you to put your skills on film. Um, and if you go there and if you utilize it the correct way and you got the people who have, have it organized and run these seven on sevens the right way, it can mm-hmm. certainly be in benefit of the player. Um, but you also got, and again, I'm not trying to knock anybody's hustle or whatever you do to, you know, feed your family, you got to do it. Just treat these kids the right way. Don't be trying mm-hmm. to use these kids to get you a job somewhere else or get some money out, out the parents and tell, tell the parents that, you know, I'm going to get your kid a scholarship. In reality, we're still going to call the high school coach first. Exactly. We're still going to call the person who has the – unlimited access to your son or whatever. Like that's the person that spends the most time with him. Yes. You, you on this seven on seven travel team or whatever you go all across the country, participate in these tournaments. Yes. That's great. I'm all for that. All for getting more reps, all for, you know, getting more experience and and putting yourself out there and, and going against some top talent. Please do that, but just make sure it's done the right way. And Mm -hmm. we don't have no problem with it. Like we, I hosted a high school seven on seven tournament uh, this year on our campus. So I'm all for the seven on seven. Again, like I said, it gets you more reps, gets you more experience, uh, and, and you're just able to to develop a little bit more during those seven on seven. I got you. What What do you think? And I, I, I'm gonna ask you this. This is kind of going against script. Uh, is it? Do you kind of do y'all kind of think the same way, or or do you think the same way as far as like the recruiting services? Uh, that people offer, like the freelance com- com- uh, recruiting services. I've seen some guys get played with it. I've seen a dude that was charging $100 uh, to put the film on his page. Mm-hmm. That was it. <laughs> like no. He said, I'll put it on my page. Somebody going to see it, whatever, and, and, and that's his thing. So I didn't, you know, I just wanted to know. Yeah, so I have a few people that I communicate with that aren't uh, necessarily under any recruiting umbrella as far as like these recruiting services um and of course i listen to them 
Um, I hear I hear them out on them, you know, trying to get me to watch a player or get me to, you know, get invested into a player. Um, but I've been doing this long enough where, okay, if you send me this kid and I know this kid cannot play at Ole Miss, I'm going to tell you, hey, coach, like, huh? He ain't got it right now. Uh, we'll keep watching him. I get him to camp this summer. I'll let him come to a game or whatever. Uh, I'm never going to ignore those guys because you never know when those guys might really have a dude. Right. Uh, and make sure, and then this is advice to the parents and to the kids, make sure if you got a guy that's talking to you or saying they're going to help you promote your kid or whatever, make sure that he has the data or the receipts to show you that he's actually done it. Uh, because you have a lot of time. And like, again, I, I don't want to sound negative or like I'm knocking against these guys, but some of them ain't out here, you know, handling business the right way. <laughs> some of them ain't yeah. out here uh, doing things the right way. Now, the one that I'm about to shout out is my guy. Um, he's been really good to me, even though he works for the school down south. Uh, me and him talk regularly about guys, and he's done a hell of a job. Is is Rion Young. That's my oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. That's my guy. He has done a really good job on helping these kids, and he does a good job of promoting them the right way. He yeah, don't he's take solid. no money. Yeah, yeah, he's solid. I, I watch yeah. him from a distance. I, I don't know him personally, but watching him from a distance, he's solid for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's done a hell of a job of just doing things the right way. Mm -hmm. Um. So give him his flowers and and praise to him about one of those guys that we're talking about. This. You know, trying to help these kids. He ain't doing it for his personal benefit. He just want to see the success of these of these young men. Yeah, I um, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, and like I said, man, even for me, I know in the training world, I've seen people trainers who uh have made claims, and I'm like, I've been training for nine years, and I ain't been talked. I've been very rarely ever talked to a coach uh, mm -hmm. as a trainer, as a sports mm -hmm. performance coach, because. And that's the way I look at it. And I and I say this openly on here. I say it to parents, uh, if you talk to me, is that what I see as a trainer, I'm looking at the kid in shirts and shorts. Mm -hmm. Uh it's a lot of kids that are uh drill magnets. They can they can light drills up, do their thing, whatever. Um, but honestly, it comes down to the game. Their high school coach, head coach, position coach, even some cases strength coach, is going to have more access more um wherewithal as far as like tendencies and things like that than i will and so i think that that comes with it as well and so you know i i know even just to add to what you said and you do this to add to what you said you know beware be very aware and vigilant of trainers who who tell you that they can uh turn water into wine basically mm -hmm. uh because at the end of the day product is on the field what you show on the field that's ultimately what what gets what gets you going Right. Um, and so I guess I'll ask you, uh, I seen this other day. So I, I this was a question I threw in there cause I just want to see, I seen the, okay. the, the, the caption, the, the hashtag not committed, but taking a picture in the uniforms. First of all, before you give me that opinion, I'm glad that the NCAA has, uh, did made the, added a rule in about the uniform thing. Mm -hmm. Cause there's a lot of kids out here capping. That's what y'all say as kids, like mm -hmm. kids out here capping about where they going and who offering. But what's your 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 uh opinion on a, on a not committed hashtag? That may I know that ain't really you know nothing that's deep, but you know I I I kind of see it. I see it in a way, but I you you at a university, so I just want to know. Um, 
the not committed hashtag is something that we see on the often, especially like you said when these kids do these photo shoots and all that. Yeah, uh, I, I see it from both sides. I see it as as if from the kid side, okay, yeah, I took this visit. Yeah, they showing me love, but I ain't committed to that school yet. So if there's any other school out there that's interested yeah. in me, come on, yeah. come on. Um, and, and and that's all about you know still promoting themselves and still you know. You're yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, you're trying to get, you're trying to see what what's the best opportunity for you and shop yourself around, which that's all good now. Uh, now from our side, um, the not committed post hashtag is more so like you just came. I came to do a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, you just came <laughs> in for the likes and the clicks. Yeah. But again, the NCAA is, is handling that for us. So. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, generally, what makes a good D one recruit for in, in general? Um, there's a multitude of things that goes into that. Um, mm-hmm. but I I'll give you three uh characteristics that we look for. First, number one, athletic ability. That's that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say next one would be just the ability to transition properly to this level. Can you come in and handle? the meetings, handle getting your classwork done, handle workouts, and still do all that and still be able to perform on the field. Uh, And then number three, um, just having the maturity and having the ability to process and understand. Because sometimes when we take kids who aren't necessarily – come from bigger established programs mm-hmm. there might be a lack of development a lack of understanding just the general knowledge of football and different concepts and different schemes kind of, yeah uh because like you said this is the sec uh and we play the georgias the alabamas the lsus and all them like those are regular games for us Right. So you, you got to be able to process and understand and perform and be smart enough to be able to pick up on your plays and do all this stuff while on top of being a student athlete. Exactly. So those three will be my main like characteristics we look for. Like if a kid can't come in uh, and understand our plays or, or be able to process and be able to pick up all that stuff that you might see in front of your face then you might need to, you know, go to a, a, a level where it's not as much on you. Exactly. Uh, again, exactly. just making sure that you're doing right by the kids mm-hmm. and you're putting them in the best situation to be successful. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that, um, I mean, that's just a big thing that I, I kind of look at it like uh, mental toughness is one thing that, that you kind of mm-hmm. uh, made a point about. You know, you're going to get coached hard. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just, let's be real. I mean, this is the SEC uh if you if you're in any power five conference you're gonna get coached hard because mm-hmm. every week it's on the line like mm-hmm. you get direct feedback everybody wants to win winning has incentives um so it's definitely big big pressure a lot of pressure and mm-hmm. you know i do agree that's that's kind of where i've looked at lower level like in the high school levels rankings and you know i wish there was a way to um you know, to to help coaches, more coaches, um, mm-hmm. to to develop as far in the game, you know, and, mm-hmm. and knowing concepts and things like that. I seen uh 
uh, somebody made a post in one of these groups I was in about uh, Mississippi high school football being behind because it's still two, three yards, a cloud of dust, that's it. And I get it from both sides. In high school, you want to mm-hmm. win. If that's your winning formula, why would you go against it? Um, you know, you don't – you're not really doing it to get the kids – like you're doing it to get the kids recruited, but it's not necessarily – that's like your second tier. Winning mm-hmm. is first tier. And so yep. I, I definitely agree with that. And I think that a lot of kids, you know, whoever, wherever you are, you're going to buy into that system um, mm-hmm. because that's naturally, that's what you've been accustomed to, things like that. And so you just have to make sure that, you know, I think that's where you can use a seven on seven. You can use your off season, uh, depending on who your trainer is, where you are to develop more as far as hearing certain terminology, concepts and things like that um, and go from there. And and I, I will we'll end with this. Um, cause I, I'm, I'm a, I'm gonna keep your time. Uh, what advice would you give an athlete with D one aspirations, uh, today and any encouragement as well? Which this should go without being said, handle your business in the classroom, handle your business, regardless of what your athletic career could end up being. If you don't have a GPA to be able to get into our school, mm-hmm. handle your business in the classroom. Okay. Get your diploma. Respect your guardians, parents, whoever's raising you. Okay? Do things right way outside of football. Okay? Because we're going to ask questions. We're going to call coaches. We're going to call principals. Whoever we need to call to get viable information on you. Handle your business. You can be a 2,000-yard rusher on the football field, whatever. But if we call somebody and say, hey, well, he don't like going to class or he disruptive in class, then Okay, that's going to be a knock against you. Mm-hmm. Handle your business. Um, another thing, of course, handle your business on the field too. Okay? Don't be late for workouts. Give effort. Be a leader. If you ain't a vocal leader, lead by your by your actions. Right. Um, and then if you have aspirations of playing at our level, visit the schools. Come to camps. Okay? Make sure your huddle, your highlights, whatever – huddle service you use to, to get your highlights out there. Make sure your film is, is updated. Make sure you are circling yourself and not, you know, the, the ground behind you. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Um, and then final thing, make sure you're doing the little things right. Right. Make sure you have manners. Make sure that you are um Handling your business as a young man. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just be out here, just be out here. Okay? Do things the right way. Um, and then, I think I already said this, but make sure you you, you, you get to some camps. Mm-hmm. Get to some camps. Get some viable numbers, some stats on you, some measurables. Some measurables, your 40, your height and weight, all that. Like, it's so it makes it so much easier on us if we have verified measurements and, and data on you to decide if we're gonna take you or not. Right, right. Um and if you lie about it or if you embellish it a little bit and, and, and you, you know, kind of fluff yourself up a little bit, then when we get you on campus, it'd be like, Well, that ain't what you said you was on your on your Twitter. Exactly. Exactly. Like just be real. Just be real. And I'll add I'll add one more thing. Make yourselves accessible. I think I've talked mm-hmm. to some of you guys um, privately, and I may have said it on something on social media. But make yourself accessible. If if a coach talk to you, um, 
you know, they need to be able to find your, your social media handles. Mm-hmm. And, and it can't be private. It can't be, uh, you know, we can't find you through social media, uh, through contacting your coach nowhere. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. just going to boost your chance of recruitment. A lot of mm-hmm. you guys, I know we focus on the physical a lot. A lot of trainers focus on the physical a lot, but make sure you get mentally mentally prepared as well and mentally tough and mentally drawn into what you want to do. Um, because a lot of you have dreams and aspirations of being on that level, uh, being on a D1 level, but your work ethic in, in there, your your drive isn't there. Um, mm-hmm. it, you're too fair weathered when it comes to I feel like working out today. I feel like I get my best effort if it's the best school. But if it's a nobody on a Tuesday, I ain't going to do nothing. Um, mm-hmm. Just get in a pattern and get in a habit of, of really focusing on the details. Even if it's somebody that's, that, that's lower in competition, focus on the details. Use that as an opportunity to work on something. Maybe work on something new. But the mm-hmm. details get you paid. Uh, and everything else is just is just flush. Everybody can run. Most people yep. that, that get in sports can run. Um, jump, lift weights. But it's the details that get you paid, and um, and and that's that. Uh, Coach Falk, man, I I appreciate the time. I appreciate you for uh for jumping on the podcast. Hey, I know it's a big day for y'all. Um, I try to be very try to try to get the tempo keep the tempo up pretty good. But oh, you good, man? I I know it's been it's been a day for y'all. And uh, man, I I told them before we got on the podcast. All y'all know I went to Mississippi State. Uh, I said I may I may have to rock a shirt or come up there and get get a campus a visit. Hopefully I don't, I don't melt when I go go there. Yeah, come on but, up. Uh, hey, hot and tight, dog. Hot and tight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but but yeah, man, I I definitely had to had to uh, get with you, man, and and man, enjoy this off season uh, as much as you can, and enjoy the break, and man, to next time we'll we'll, we'll I'll stay in contact with you, and man, just stay up. Let's do it, man. I appreciate the opportunity. It was a blessing talking to you. Hopefully I said something that kind of shed some light and, and encourage some of these young guys out here to, you know, keep pushing forward and, and, and keep looking, you know, for the, at their future and, and doing everything right. Right. And, and even with that, I'll add this too. Uh, even for some of y'all that may be outside of sports, I know at one point in my life, I wanted to get into recruiting. I just can't do the traveling. So that was something that I, that I kind of killed off. But even with him being a recruiter, hopefully it's something, it's something he said can motivate you to, um, to just get started somewhere, uh, yep. whether that's uh, at a, a development a preparatory school or mm-hmm. or a JUCO, uh, lower level college, something like that. Just get started. If you want to get into recruiting, that's a good way to get started. Learn how to watch film, break down film, and, and man, that's it. So until next time, as I tell you all the time, make sure you get 1% better each and every day. Do the things that legends do. Take the road, let's travel, and as always, be legendary.